Okay, we are live. Okay, so I recently did my blood glucose and ketone levels um, for the first time in well over six months. And uh, just to give you a bit of context, I've been meat-based, uh, keto, carnivore. I, n I never know which one to call it because each name for a diet is like clinging to an ideology so the best way i can describe what i do or what i eat is mostly meat and coffee and that is the basic framework of it so it is mostly meat and coffee coffee is my vice it is the one plant food that i do have in my diet and of recent what i've been experimenting with is having a carb refeed on Saturdays and it's been working pretty well to uh, just in, because I do CrossFit six days a week it's been working well to just add that little bit of uh, glycogen into my body so that I can train hard in the week because uh, I do find if I don't do that I do struggle a little bit in the CrossFit box even though I don't feel great when I do eat the carbs it does um, it definitely gives me a little bit of a boost for the week ahead. But um, to go even further back, uh, February this year, I started uh, meat-based carnivore keto. I'm going to call it carnivore, actually, for now. Just say carnivore. So I started carnivore. Um, the reason being is that I, over the past year, um, I've been plagued with a bunch of gut issues and... Um, uh, also related to that was a bit of mold tox toxicity. I was living in a, in a in a in a moldy building, and that didn't help either. And I couldn't go run, I couldn't breathe, and on top of that, um, I was experiencing costochondritis, which is, uh, for those of you that don't know, it's very very debilitating. It's basically when your your cost intercostal muscles here in your ribs uh, contract and it pulls in your chest. And it literally feels like you're having a heart attack 24-7, 365, all day, every day. And it's a very, very uncomfortable feeling. Um, and just a side note, I know for me it's been an emotionally difficult uh, past year. This is pre-COVID, um, family issues and things like that. And um, I believe that, uh, like I said to you, it starts in the mind and it ends in the body. So I believe a lot of my... Um, a lot of my physical symptoms are just um, mental mental systems mental systems. Sure, it is early in the morning. Mental um, issues and uh, problems that are bubbling up to the surface, so to speak, and they've got to be released somehow, and they come into the body. So um, again, let me stop. It's a good time to stop and say I'm not a doctor. So whatever you hear from me is personal experience. I'm not telling you what's right or wrong. It's just like just like my channel. I don't tell you what to believe spiritually. Whatever works for you works for you. But it is our job to tell these stories so that we can help um, synthesize and interact these stories into other people's lives so that they can have a better quality of life too. Um, and also, if you're wearing the beater, it is cooking. It's um, Sorry, you can see I've got my bulletproof coffee here. But it's about... 22 it's about 10 to 6 in the morning and it's about 30 degrees i'm absolutely cooking here um day three of a transfer basically so um <laughs> um so 
again, I'm nine months uh, meat-based or carnivore, as I call it carnivore. And the last two, three months have been the carb refeed on a Saturday. So I'm just, I'm painting a picture for you right now. And when I say meat-based, um, it's what Kevin Stock, I'm going to link his resource below if, you've, if you're ever interested to go it and you ever, ever want to know why I think it's such a good idea. He wrote a brilliant article called, I actually want to do a podcast episode where I give my top carnivore sources. There's a couple of people that come to mind, you know, Amber O'Hearn, Sean Baker, uh, Paul Saladino, but Kevin Stock wrote a brilliant article on how to get started, but he has three levels of carnivores, so to speak. So the first level is basically meat-based, but with dairy. The second level is meat-based without dairy and out coffee. Oh yeah, so you can have coffee in the first level. So second level is no dairy, no coffee. So basically any type of meat, pork, beef. Level three is just grass-fed beef. Um, I have not gone past level one, to be honest. And I don't plan to anytime soon, just simply because I do enjoy dairy. And sometimes you just got to say, okay, I do enjoy this one thing in my diet. Even though I do know, I do know for sure that sometimes it can cause a little bit of gut discomfort and things like that. But, you know, we do, like my saying here in South Africa, dala what you must, do what you must, do the best you can with what you've got. Um, don't. Don't think that you have to go down the road yeah, to Jackson's, Jackson's Real Food Market or Wellness Warehouse to get your grass-fed beef all the time, every time. Um, in fact, if you read the book Sacred Cow uh, by Diane Rogers and uh, Rob Wolf and Sean Baker speaks about it a lot, there isn't actually a big difference in the grand scheme of things between grass-fed and grain-fed beef, you know. The only thing that would be different is the way that they are, um, the way that they are bred and slaughtered and things like that, which I do care about. So that's why I try my best at all times to get from the best places possible. But I don't always make that. I must say I don't always make that cut. So I try my best. Um, so onto my ketone levels, I will put a picture up so you can see visually here on YouTube. But if you're listening on my channel, I'll try and explain to you uh, what is going on here. So the first time I tested it was the other day, which was at midday. So this is uh, post-cranial, so after I've eaten a meal. And my blood glucose was uh, 4.6, which is, I mean, optimal. That's midday, 4.6, that is millimole-wise. Um, it's 4.6 millimoles. So uh, I forgot, I don't know how to say the other thing, but it's MG, which is... The other term for it but that's under i think that's 80 it's under 90 for sure um let me try and do a quick um google if you can stay on the line with me i feel like i've got a i feel, I feel like i'm a, a chat chat show host now just stay on the line with me so let's go um uh, millimole to mg conversion can you hear me type in there sorry Blood sugar conversion, here we go. So one millimole equals approximately 18 mg. Well, what is mg? I, I need to figure this shit out. <laughs> um, so here we go. So let's type it in blood sugar in millimole. 
uh, 4.6 calculate 4.6 is 82 82 uh, mg's we need to figure this out people I'm like I said I'm not a doctor um, but anybody who actually knows their stuff will know what I'm talking about um, that's pretty optimal for the amount of meat so to speak that I eat if you saw the amount of meat I eat you and you weren't carnivore even if you were you'd probably be a little bit freaked out but I'm just telling you now that that's what it is midday um, my ketone levels were 0.9 which is in ketosis as well but I do have to say that my ketone strips are um, expired so I'm not too sure how accurate that can be. And I must actually check my blood glucose strips as well. So taking everything that I say with a grain of salt, um, this is not a, this is not um, Dr. Oz, this is not a doctor's show. So don't expect any of that right now. So there we go. So 4.6, 0.9. If you do a proper, there's a thing that you, there's, a, there's an algorithm that you put in. So if you, I'll have to link it below, but if you put these into, the calculator basically it's saying that you are firmly in ketosis so you don't want to be your you don't want your glucose levels to be low but your ketones to be low as well you would like the the, the opposite effect to to know that you're in a fat burning mode you know um, and like i said i am training i'm training again fully for the first time in over a year which is a very good feeling for me um, i haven't been able to have trained this hard but you know, I took this challenge upon myself because I was interested in, uh, which I'll speak about more, you know, but I was interested in carnival years back when Sean Baker went on Joe Rogan and I tested it out of myself, like a mini N equals one exper experiment, which is what my content is actually about. It's the greater thing, the greater aspect of it and what everyone's doing is N equals one is the most important thing that matters. What matters is what works for you so i tried it a few years back in 2018 27 end of 2017 beginning of 2018 and I, it was working great hey? but like i said to you i moved to cape town um uh, got caught up in a whole host of things emotionally and things like that and i just didn't follow through with the diet but it's crazy how life presents opportunities to you know and then when i was actually plagued with the my my gut and health issues for the first time um in a long time and i almost i almost knew what i had to do you know but i didn't trust myself and why i'm saying this to you is because i uh, i went to a nutritionist and i just and i just didn't feel great about this hey i went to a nutritionist and she recommended that i eat eight to ten cups of vegetables a day and that my cholesterol is too high and that I must um, and that I must uh, you know stay away from the meats and things like that so can, I actually followed her advice against I was going against every intuition and every gut feeling that was inside of me I was going against that and I tried this and my, I literally was having convulsions at night in my stomach from all the fiber that I was eating and it just didn't feel right and I couldn't do it any longer and so eventually uh, I went with my guts and I went carnival and I'm glad I did 
I'm glad I've given it a shot and um, I actually I'll do another I'll do another update which will be more of a a vlog slash movie on my experience with carnivore and um, I want to go get my cholesterol tested again and I want to go get my HbA1c which is your average insulin over three months which is very important so I want to get all of these things tested just to see and then um, report my findings basically you know and uh, so I read a very interesting thing which I want to get from Naval Ravikant which I, I, I want to do an episode about but he spoke about um, when you build your personal brand you have to build it with um, some sort of risk uh, skin in the game in mind so you have to build it with the option of being publicly wrong so could I be wrong yes but at least I'm the one who you know at least it's better than it's like their quotes it's not the critic that counts it's the person who's actually in the arena it's the person who's actually out there um, doing something about it you know actually putting your name forward and trying their best so if that sounds someone, someone like you, I would love to reach out to you and hear more about your experience. It doesn't have to be carnivore, it can be vegan, whatever. I want to expand into different regions and understand things better because um, I also want to say that I definitely don't think we are primarily apex predators in the sense where we are not uh, omnivorous. I think we are. I think there's a place for plants when when meat is scarce and things like that plants are saving grace carbohydrates are saving grace that's why our body i believe evolutionary puts on weight so quickly when we eat carbohydrates because it that was a survival mechanism that's what's gotten us to this point um because if we if those three berries in the bush um didn't go immediately to glycogen and get stored in the liver, um, you probably would have died until your next big heavy meat meal. You know what I'm saying? So very interesting stuff going on here. Um, I feel like there's something else. Oh, yes. Okay, and then to wrap it up. So then I took my blood sugar in the morning again the other morning. Um, first reading was a little bit wacky, so I took another one, um, averaged them out. But my blood glucose in the morning was 5.2. I must just go, yeah, it was 5.2 um, or 5.1, which is, again, it's under well under 100. Um, and you may be thinking that's a little bit high. But if you Google, there's actually something which I find interesting called the Dawn Effect. So your body will actually start to produce endogenously produce blood glucose to get you up in the morning because that's otherwise you would be sitting there just like sleep in sleep paralysis you know you would sit there not knowing how to get out of bed in the morning because you would have such low blood sugar so you're, there's something called the dawn effect where your body actually produces um higher amounts of blood glucose in the morning um, and this was in a fasted state so it, it actually was a little bit high um, which i'd be interested interested to check again but the point is, is that what matters most and what I've read from some people like Sean Baker, he says it doesn't matter necessarily. Obviously, the, the, the extent of how high it matters. I mean, if it's well over 100 or like 8 point something millimoles, that's not a good thing fasted. 
but what matters is that it's stable you know you want stability you want stable blood sugar especially if you've got some sort of metabolic dysfunction or metabolic disease um and i think there's so much to it but another you know so i went from i went from fat in my most of my childhood from fat to fit so i got fit in like starting 2014 that's when my journey started you can read more about it in my bio so i went from fat to fit to skinny so i was almost developing a little bit of an eating disorder then i went to america and i got fat again got back my weight has just been doing this this is the first time in my life when my weight has stayed stable but when i was plagued with these gut issues the previous year you know again i was training six days a week at crossfit i was going to festivals on the weekend my body was just under so much stress um for the first time in my life i was struggling to put on weight my i was eating all the carbs in the world thinking that this was the this was going to be how i could gain weight but for the first time in my life last year i was struggling to put on weight my weight no matter how much carbs i ate my weight was just going this way and to some people you're probably thinking wow that's that's amazing i wish i could have that i will stop you right there and say you're dead wrong that one of the scariest feelings is when you are eating like that and you can't put on weight especially somebody that does like crossfit and wants to go and lift weights and wants to be functional and wants to have energy it's a very scary feeling so for a lot of people out there that's why i have moved away from saying that fasting is the be all end all solution i think it's a band-aid i think what you should do is look into meat-based even if you have a few veggies here and there to get through it just don't make it your entire diet make 80 percent of your diet meat-based and start eating right from the get-go if you are interested in losing weight, start eating right from the get-go. If I had to do it again, this is what I'm telling you, is that eating right from the get-go is the answer because you're putting in good, sustainable weight loss strategies from the beginning. You might not lose 30 kilograms in six months like I did, but that doesn't mean it's healthy, you know? Um, so there's a lot to it. But um, I think I'm going to leave you there today. This actually run quite long but I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the, the chat and um, again I would love to reach out and hear more on thoughts on what you think um, on meat-based carnivore vegan even um, what are your blood glucose levels like I'm very very interested but um, yeah I guess I'll catch you in the next episode have a great uh, day and just for now